It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. Ladies and gentlemen, K-State fans of all ages, we have two people late to the show. Oh, look at this. Slowly trying to walk in. Like 45 seconds late. Hey, wait. Before we go too very far, let's be let's clarify who the two people are. So this Troy guy. is here. Yeah. Sage is here. Yeah. Yours truly is here. Okay. But DG is late and also DY, who uh-uh. is going to be on the show. But here's the deal. There's two we have two separate stories here. D.Y. texted me and said, hey, running a little bit late. I'll be there soon. He gave me an ETA. (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm sitting, Troy and I are sitting here. Sage is worried sick that David G. has not arrived yet. And this is not the first time, young man. So please, enlighten us. Uh, Why uh, were you late today? Late diaper change, huh? I got beat up. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. uh, Oh, what happened? I was outside early. I was here way earlier than anybody. Okay. And I was prepping for the show. Um, I was leaving. Well, like, you know, around 2 o'clock, this neighborhood gets a little rough. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. It is casement. They, they let out the school and just yeah, everybody. Yeah, casement and Butterfield, dude. That's did the, like. Did the, did the fourth graders beat you up again? Yeah. It's like it's like, it's like basically Woodlawn and 39th. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's rough. It gets rough. It's, ba- it's Butterfield and casement, man. So I'm standing here, and some guy goes, hey, are you on the game? And I go, yeah. And he goes, oh, man. He goes, Troy, man, he's stupid. Oh, yep. He yep. goes, oh, God, the Ford, he sucks. He goes, Sage is an idiot. And I go, hey. I go, why don't you shut up? I go, you want to oh, keep talking? Okay. I go, you keep yapping, your big old yapper, pal. And I took a step towards him, and then all of a sudden, five guys. Chains and two by fours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lucky to get, I'm lucky to have my life. I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I, I, I'm, why aren't you guys happier that I'm like safe now? I mean, if Oof. I would have known, Whoa, and of boy. course I believe everything you just said. <laughs> Thank if, you. I, if I, if uh, man, if I yeah. would have known you stood up for us like that after school got out there over. We're talking about Northfield. Well, no, they were older gentlemen, so I'm assuming it was Eisenhower Middle School. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, but whatever it was, they were. They were uh, local toughs. Mm. They were they were local toughs, and they had it out for me. But I, I got I got out of there, and uh, no need to contact RCPD on this. I think we'll just call it what it is. You know, it's oh, a you're one of those. You like well, I, I, I mean, don't want to just announce it to the world. I mean, have you seen our numbers? They're through the roof right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. On the podcast, everybody's been listening to the show, right? But you just told everybody you got beat up by middle schoolers. Well, are you sure you don't want to press charges? As of right now, I, I I need some time to think about it. Uh, maybe the next segment we could talk about possibility of pressing charges. But right now, I think hey, I'm I'm a, I'm safe, you know. And I don't want to mark myself in the streets, you know what I mean? As it's like a snitch, you know. I don't I don't want to do that. That'd make things even worse, you know. 
Real quick, before we get into uh, the sports here in the show, yeah. what was your favorite activity at recess? Ooh. Football was always a big one because if you had enough guys, it was cool. And then when I was in um, elementary school, we had a principal who would referee. And it was awesome because he'd be like, no, it was a no catch. You're like, what? And then Foursquare was always super sweet. And then um, – the game where they – you would have to have the equipment at the school, but where you throw the ball into the thing and it would come out different. Like, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I have no idea what that's called. We yeah. never had that at ne- Morganville. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Morganville, they didn't have that at Morganville. No. Uh, see, we were a poorer school than <laughs> – <laughs> did you go to uh, – I went I went to some Salina schools. Okay. Uh, one, one of my elementary schools in Salina is now an insurance building, so that's great. Uh, and then in Larned, shout out to Larned, Kansas, for the uh, the weird cone basketball hoop, but it goes in and then comes out like five different ways. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Morganville, we got to get on the Morganville, people of Morganville. Has been first of all, it's been shut down since I was in seventh grade, oh. so it's been a long time since it's been open. But they still rent it out for like the gym is still in like amazing shape and it's super old school. Okay. So it's like the clock, like the actual arms of a clock as a scoreboard, yeah, which is super cool. But we we always played pickup games. Either it was always. In uh, like we would go a couple of weeks of football, then we would switch to basketball. Yeah. We played a lot of soccer, and if we weren't playing sports, the swings oh, were a big deal. And man, if you swung the same, like if you were mirroring somebody else, oh, and they're yeah. swinging, you were quote unquote married. Oh no! So that was a big deal. Oh, so I've uh, I've been in a few relationships back yeah, in the day. Like, hey, they're on rock. They're rocky over here. You know, they're not even in concert. With Troy. Them. Let's see. What'd you have back in the day? A little hopscotch? Uh, no, kickball. Kickball. Oh, kickball. Okay. Kickball. Yeah. That wasn't a huge one at Morganville, but yeah. did play a little bit of that. Wound up be- that w- wound up being the most balanced for everybody when it sure. was all said and done. Sure. Because uh, you know the way that the playgrounds were designed, even trying to get on a football game was nearly impossible. Yeah, no, nah, we're gonna somebody's gonna run into the fence. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of tight grounds. Yeah. Remember, remember, I went to what used to be a active missile silo, so you had to deal with a lot of fencing around. Wait, 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 wait. God. Your school used to be an active missile, missile silo? Yes. You haven't heard this story? For WW2? Uh, yes. Well, not from WW2, from the Cold War. Oh, really? Wow. Commissioned and uh, completed in 1961, an Atlas missile base. No kidding. Wow. So my math and science classes were four stories below ground. Oh, my God. That is wild. Uh, I'm actually semi-surprised you haven't heard that. Our friend Jen Alley, her dad was my history teacher, Jen, who's at the Bluemont Hotel. Um, oh, know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. She went, she went to Jackson Heights. Big fan of the show. Yep. So went to Shut Jackson up. Heights. And so uh, she laughs every time I call it Missile Silo High. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, it you should is. have renamed the yeah. town Missile Silo. Wow, dude. Um, $1 is what it cost for the schools. And at the time, it was the four individual communities got together, created the school district. School board paid for the missile base for $1. Wow, that's a deal and a half. And turned it into a school. Oh, boy. Now we got DY stepping in. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Derek Young from K State Online. Derek, we were just talking about our favorite activities at recess. 
It's a real hard-hitting show <laughs> yeah. today. Yeah. Red Rover. Ooh, Red Rover. That was another one. one. That was another one we played. That was more of a PE uh, sure. game, I do remember, though, instead of a recess thing. Hmm. P.E. was always full of weird and stuff. And he always though. found the weaklings. Yeah. The weak link in the chain, man. Right, right. He was finish. dodgeball and Matt Ball. Yeah, Matt Ball. Another one. Matt Ball was crucial. It's a different game of kickball. At least that's how we play. Yeah. Okay. And it was when it was like rainy outside. They'd be like, we're staying in. We're like, uh, but we're playing Matt Ball. Like, Hell yeah. There's like four bases, but the bases were like wrestling mats. Yes. And you had to circle around twice to score. Matt. Yeah. There was always a child being injured as well. Those Did you guys ever play Dr. Dodgeball? No. Where, Where like, somebody can heal you. Yeah, so it's like, you know, like Call of Duty, you need somebody, or not, maybe not Call of Duty, but like yeah. one of those shooter you games, like some, you need somebody to, well, <laughs> I, I guess uh, Call of Duty is a good example, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> where somebody needs to revive you, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So basically the doctor, whoever's the doctor, has a scooter and when they go up to you, they put you on the scooter and they roll you back all the way to the back. Oh, jeez. And that's how you get back in the game. Wow. See, I didn't, we didn't have that. I forget what ours was called, but if someone, uh, like if you were, you got out of your dodgeball and you're watching, but if the guy that got you out got hit, then you can go back in. Ooh. Okay. Yep. yep. I think that's actually like, actually the way dodgeball is, is supposed to is be played. It, is that the, I thought it was only if you caught it. If you caught somebody, then you got a person to come back oh, in. Oh, yeah, maybe that's it, yeah. I Remember Bombardment? Did you guys ever play Bombardment where they're like, Never okay, line up in two teams, we're going to roll out 45 balls and just hit each other. And there were no real rules. It was just, if you get hit, leave if you don't, if you want to. If not, who cares? I had those kind of PE teachers that were like, eh. I'm kind of hungover. Well, Manhattan Parks and Rec, I did actually play on a dodgeball team. Ooh, oh, and we yeah. were terrible. I was on with Kurtz and some sales girls that used to work here. We were not good. Uh, we only won like one game. That's because I carried the team. Ooh, the last ball. one in, and I took all of them out you on the other went team. Nuts, didn't you? That's called going ham, <laughs> yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Hey, now, Mark, Manhattan Parks and Rec stuff, people take it. Real serious, yeah. especially I've noticed that, like the refs and yeah. stuff. Like they, they yeah. are uh, they're watching. Uh huh. You could try to play them, but they're they're going to catch you. They have good eyes every time. Baby. Big Twelve should hire them. <laughs> oh, um, Sage, we worse. haven't asked you yet. Recess. She's a. She graduated from high school ten you're Gen minutes ago, Z, right? So you probably had laser tag, right? <laughs> no, not laser tag. Unfortunately, that would be really fun. Actually, I was a four square champion, basically. Oh, wow. So we would do tournaments and. We did this one tournament. Nobody wanted to be on my team. And I was like, okay, cool. So I just kind of get someone. I'm like, just just be on my team with me. And we ended up getting like second. And I was like, sucks for all of you who didn't wow. have me on your team. Wow. You the know that, comeback kid. So that reminds me, when I was in college, we um, at Cloud County, we uh, played intramural football. But all my roommates got a team together, and they didn't put me on the team. Like, they underestimated me. Because I went to school and lived with a bunch of guys from Concordia. So they just took other people that they already played football with at Concordia, and they played on a team and didn't invite me. Oh, so boy. I was like, I'm going to make these guys play. So when we played them, like, I scored all the touchdowns for my team. I, I tried to be the biggest badass I possibly could. <laughs> um, and we ended up losing by, like, a point oh. because we went for two and the guy did not catch the football when I tossed it to oh, him. Oh no! Yeah, murder that! I, guy. I was so close. So we owed him like two cases of beer. Oh, yeah. he got off easy. Yeah, oh, I suppose. God. What about a uh, snake in the grass? You ever played that? Snake in the grass. Oh, yeah. What's that? Uh, you. It's like it was almost like a game of tag, but if you got 
tagged her it, then you became a snake, and then you tried to uh, t tag the people that are running around. And once they go, if you tag them, then they're becoming a snake. And the last one not to be a snake. Oh, uh, okay. Whoa. I think there's a lot of names a lot for of that agility game. Yeah. Involved. Not um, not my not at the top of my list of. <laughs> I was like snake in the grass. Oh, I'm out. Obviously, I'll be the first snake. Oh, I hated games like that. Ah. Oh. Well, Dy, you know, I tell you what. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll we'll start to get into some recruiting talk, including K State football picking up three cats in the state of Kansas. Big news. That's mm -hmm. up next. Mm -hmm. All right, what is this weird music you're playing, Sage? Big Steve back in the oh, it's Sage. Well, yeah, this is Steve's. Of course, this is something from yeah. Big Steve's. Uh, suit, uh, Doctor Mario. Doctor, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I do, yes. Super <laughs> Nintendo, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're back here on the game. Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, David G, Sage Williams, and our special guest in studio here in the first hour is Derek Young from K State Online. Earlier today, as a matter of fact, just a few hours ago, we had our final spring gathering of the media lows, as I like to call it, uh, as we enter the summer months and, uh, of course, fall practice coming up later on, of course. But uh, spring football is ramping up this week with. Uh, practices 13, 14, and 15. And keep in mind, folks, uh, for Saturday, there will be no longer an open practice for K-State fans to check out. K-State's just you know, way too banged up, especially on that defensive line. Don't have the numbers that put on an entertaining show. Yeah, I was going to say, for those that are like disappointed or even outraged that Chris Kleiman is no longer hosting an open practice, trust me, you're not missing much. Uh, We've been right. to two or three, and it's... Uh, uh, called a mash unit of sort. It's really abbreviated. It's it's far from the football that we're accustomed to seeing. You're, you're really not missing much. Yeah, maybe it was bad on me as a media guy, and I, I don't I don't call myself like tier A by any means. But I mean, maybe I graduated up a step when John Top left team. and I took over as a sports director. But I skipped out on those. I I didn't. I figured there we weren't going to see much, mm -hmm. and it was at seven thirty in the morning, Oof. and it was only what. 20 minutes, 30 minutes? A, yeah, it was about a half hour. Yeah. I mean, again, we, some of that's just stretching, too. And then oh, special teams yikes. work. We see a little bit of scrimmage action mm -hmm. and then positional drills, and then they boot you out of there. But, I mean, even when it isn't abbreviated, when everyone's out there and they're going, like, there's not a whole lot to be gleaned. I mean, they allow you in for a reason. We'll just put it that way. Right. Do you, um, like, when the air horn goes off and it's time to get out of there, do you, like, slowly walk out, like, really linger like take your time to leave and you're like snapping pictures as you're walking up the stairs <laughs> bend down a like, tire that. shoe <laughs> did that we were kind of doing that though i think chris Clemens' first fall camp maybe but <laughs> with the spring ball you're in the stadium so it's like you know, you're we gotta hike up the stairs anyway but it wasn't even one of those slow like oh what are they doing after <laughs> we, we knew that i mean they probably could have had us in for the entire time but we still can clean nothing i mean it's it's that abbreviated right now sorry lackey i left my jacket uh down that <laughs> row one let me go get that real quick oh i can't find it what do you oh, mean oh sorry i'm wearing it I mean, i'd want to watch adrian martinez but sure he, but he's not he wasn't throwing he's not throwing to his teammates yet he is mm -hmm. starting to throw in general i'm sure it's probably one of our talking points but he's he I think he said they've worked him up to throw him for 55 yards now of football, just not when the bullets are flying, no traffic around him maneuvering. Or just anything. an easy toss. Yeah. Yeah, I think Kleiman mentioned 40 to 50 yards. Is your easy toss 55 yards? 
No, that, no, no, no. That was sarcasm. <laughs> John Elway's easy to Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what he calls a log. <laughs> uh, but I believe Kleiman said 40 to 50 yards in Adrian when we had the breakout sessions and, and we could talk to him. Uh, I believe he did say 55 yards, but which, by the way, coming up at 525, we will hear the media gathering earlier today with new K-State quarterback Adrian Martinez. But, D.Y., I, I suppose the big news around K-State football when it comes to the last week or so has been the recruits they've picked up for the class of 2023. And I know it, it's pretty important to, I, I, would, I would certainly say for the staff, but also just K-State fans of keeping guys in state. We've seen too many guys being lost to Iowa State, even Kansas, or just out of state in various directions. I mean, Jerry Kanick, we knew that was going to be a tough stretch, but then you see him go to Oklahoma. That was a little bit tough to watch, but there's been plenty of examples of that in the past. But three players in the top 12 of the class of 2023 have now uh, committed to K-State. Big news to you? Yeah, pretty big news. It's a, it's a, it's a step forward. It's interesting enough, I think it's probably should be the way I would view it is it's got to be big news to these kids, too, at the same time. Because it's funny if you think about it. I, I kind of, you know, when you compare classes, a couple of years ago, they, they had, we were discussing it. They added a, a good amount of Kansas kids in the top, what, six or seven. That was a class that had Devontae Pritchard. And, and I think uh, they lost Noah Boltkoff to TCU in that class, perhaps. But the, the, they, they brought in most of them. But that was such a class that wasn't on par with this one. This one has chance to be historically talented in a way. I think there a double digit number of Kansas kids have already have multiple Power 5 offers, not just one or two. Uh, uh so it's a really good class and the fact that you already got three of the top 12 and you're probably you know cooking pretty well there and thinking you have a good chance with the likes of Avery Johnson and Dylan Edwards as well, Joe Otting. I mean, it's not inconceivable to say that they could have, you know, six, seven of the top 12, eight, maybe eight at some point. Um, they, they already lost Jaden Hand to Arkansas. I keep saying three for three because I forget that one because he he committed so long ago, actually. Yeah. To, he's uh, the tight end from Eudora. But they're definitely, you know, on fire almost, you could say, a little bit. I know it's only two and what, three or four days, but that's it's a solid start, especially when who you're beating. You're beating Iowa State and Kansas. And Iowa State really, you know, delivered some chops to Kansas State in the last recruiting class. Kansas State didn't land a single recruit that had an Iowa State offer. But I think Iowa State was, you know, creeping towards 10 players that they landed that had Kansas State offers. Yeah, I I told you earlier, I felt like there was a pattern in a way developing – only going off what the numbers say of like who K State exactly was picking up when it comes to the top ten players in the state of Kansas in 2019. So that's Kleiman's first year. Just Keenan Garber was in that top ten. 2020, you pick up uh, Nate Matlack and Taylor Warner. 2021 was the big year, but you mentioned it wasn't the most athletic year mm-hmm. where K-State picked up six of the top ten. It was a down year. But the top guy in that class was Devin Neal, who ended up at Kansas. Also in that class, Damian Elaleo, who we have not seen play in a game, and his name has been tossed around a couple of he's times. Good, I think. He's yeah, I, I, I've seen him play. I mean, he's he was an absolute <laughs> yeah. stud. Ask Joe Odding mm-hmm. about playing against Damian Elaleo, and I'm sure he'll uh, share some memories. Uh, but uh, and then 2022, you had two players and six go out of state, and two went uh, were undecided right now for class of 2022. So basically, 2020 was low, 2021 was high, and then low and high once again. It feels like at least for 2023. I'll mention the names 
who K-State picked up. Uh, Wesley Fair was earlier today, right? Today yes, was that? Was this morning. Okay, yeah. so three stars, number 12 kid in the state of Kansas, according to Rivals. Uh, yeah, and I, I think that one probably, he should probably go up the ladder there a little bit. Uh, I really like what he can provide, and there's probably guys to, that need to be moved down. There definitely needs to be an adjustment a little bit in those rankings, but I think Wesley Fair... At the end of the day, if he's not in the top 10, I'd be surprised. From Wichita Collegiate, he's a safety. The next one was back on Sunday from Cape and Mount Carmel, uh, a three-star tight end. Will? I think Ancio is the way to pronounce it. Has that French name. Uh, Yeah, Ancio. I'm going to go with D.Y. on this one. But he's the uh, three stars, number seven kid out of the state of Kansas. And then, of course, the uh, the first guy to uh, jump on as the class of 2023 from Piper was uh, Camden Beebe, who's the number 10 uh, kid in the state of Kansas. And younger brother of Cooper Beebe. I think you got to feel confident in what you're getting there. You know the pedigree. I mean, even their older brother, Colton Beebe, was a pretty good player at Minnesota as well. Um no, it's a great start, and I think I go back to it. You had two this week, Willie Encio and Wesley Fair. They both had the same decision. Do I go to Kansas State, Iowa State, or Kansas? They all they both picked Kansas State. I think that's probably uh, the most significant part of it to me and what it could be building towards, right? Because you still have out there maybe the three other prizes in state in Jawadding, Dylan Edwards, and Avery Johnson, of course, the, the big-time quarterback out of Mays High School. They're, they also are chasing Jordan Allen, defensive end out of Olathe South. But if they are going to lose an in-state battle to Iowa State, that might be the one. So they, they probably have some room to do in that one. Has the needle moved? Because it's been a couple of weeks since we've talked, but has the needle moved, do you think, when it comes to Avery Johnson, uh, Dylan Edwards? Still, still trending upwards okay. for Avery Johnson. And out of the three, if you, tell, if you said... Hypothetically, they all choose Kansas State, Joe Otting, Avery Johnson, Dylan Edwards. Who would be the next of those three to do it? And I actually think Avery Johnson is probably closer to a decision than the other two. Okay. I mean, I feel like just from what I've heard, Joe Otting would be a K-State guy. It. I think he's going to push it into the summer. Um, okay. But they're in pretty promising position at the moment. I think he's still entertaining the thought of a potential Iowa offer. And I think as an offensive lineman – that's yeah. probably that pedigree. Uh, you you just don't want to dismiss it so quickly. But even if they do offer, I think the, just the relationships that he has with Kansas State are going to be a pretty good, strong defense. Connor Riley has done a terrific job. So I think that's uh, that's going to be a tight one if Iowa gets involved, but I still like their chances. Johnson, uh, just an outstanding athlete all the way around, uh, would be one heck of an addition for a, for a local kid. Yep. Avery Johnson? Yeah, he, for sure. he could play basketball, right? Yes. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> saw that. Yeah. Well, speaking of basketball, supposedly when we come back, we can touch on where recruiting is right now with uh, K-State Hoops and the new, of course, staff that's uh, doing the heavy recruiting. A lot of holes to fill, for sure. A lot of spots on that roster up for grabs. Plus, uh, maybe hit a highlight or two uh, here with D.Y. as we talk K-State football, talk K-State baseball, uh, basketball, rather. More coming up with Derek Young from K-State Online here on The Game. Back to the game with Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, David G, Sage Williams, and special guest here in studio, Derek Young from K-State Online. We're having a jolly good time talking cats. And speaking of that, 
We have a new Bill Snyder tweet, and it is a link. <laughs> wait, to- wait, wait, wait! You got to build it up. It's hot. It's hot news right off the press. I mean, we just caught it. It's. I mean, it's good stuff. Do you want to build it up for us? Yeah, I mean, if you're into K State sports and you're into insider info and Mickey Mouse and Mickey Mouse, uh, well, <laughs> then yeah, go to his Twitter page right now. He's well, killing it. So. So Bill Snyder, actually Mickey Mouse is Disney World, Oh, but uh, if you like Harry Potter World, if you like The Simpsons, if you like The Terminator, The Simpsons? Jurassic Park. Is it Nickelodeon or something? Nickelodeon is a separate deal as well. Oh. Uh, I've personally never been, but Coach Snyder has tweeted out a link. If you're looking to go to Orlando and check out Universal Studios... Coach Steiner has helped you out with a link to tickets. And I tell you what, Coach, um, I have always wanted to go to Universal Studios. I've actually been to the outside because outside of it, they have this whole thing where you can go shopping, you go to restaurants. It's a big deal, right? Yeah. But it's right next to the entrance. Uh, but I've never actually been inside. I like to do rides and stuff. My dad loves Disney World. I'm sick of Disney World. It's not entertaining enough for me. And I think Universal Studios would be that next step up. Yeah. So, Coach, if you need a buddy to go with you, I am down. I hope they're uh, paying him for the marketing here. Absolutely, dude. Don't do that for free, Coach. Coach! Somebody help him. He has 30,000 followers now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Almost as much as Mitch. Wow. Yeah, not quite. Yeah, not quite. <laughs> I'm slowly climbing that ladder. Just trying to get to that 3,000. Maybe I need to tweet more. I like how you just kind of like put yourself in there, though, and said, hey, coach, if you need a buddy, so, so I'll go. So what's that Twitter account, Mitch, so that the, the people know? Oh, I, I retweeted it and everything. I was like, coach, no, I've always wanted to go, too. Like, yeah, let's gotta, do this. your follower count up, Mitch the Fort. Well, if coach wants to retweet my retweet. Wow. Because he's listening to this? Like, yeah. give me that, give me the push, as they would say in wrestling. Give me the push. Give it the push. Come on, Co- Coach has got all the heat. You know, he's got he's got the pop. Let's let's get it going for the Mitch, the Ford, Fortner, dude. But if you go, can I go? Because if you're going with Coach, I'm going to go too. <laughs> well, here's the deal about odd numbers. Ah. I, I've done one of these trips with odd numbers before. Uh, that means somebody stinks. is always riding that ride with it by yourself or a stranger. Yeah. Listen, the way that your New Orleans trip went, you're just going to be finding someplace with alcohol. <laughs> and somebody help I mean, they had... Can it be a stop on the way to the Caymans for the Cayman Classic for basketball? Whoa. Now you're talking. I'm sure it could be done. I don't know where the Cayman Islands are. Corey's online. Like, more. when it comes to the, like... Jerome Tang's first season, they're in the Cayman Islands for the Cayman Classic because... If you don't go, I think you have to get a subscription to that. Weird, oh God, flow uh, or um, flow? Yeah, flow, flow sports, flow hoops. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're, I'm pretty sure they're the broadcast. You want to talk about the toughest fifteen dollars to spend? Is Brutal. on that crap. <laughs> worthless. And we may, they may be we and in that tournament is LSU, their new head coach, and yeah. Rhode Island. With their new head coach, Archie Miller. Here, just south of Cuba. Ooh, too, clo- too close to Cuba for me. <laughs> hey, I would check out Cuba. I know a good spot for you. It's called Guantanamo Bay. That's right. Get Mo, baby. You wouldn't check out Cuba. I would. You can go there now. Eh. I, I mean, I know you can, you can, but it's like, can you? Really? You know, you show up there and they get all the cars from the 50s and people wear weird hats. It's when hats you come back, that's the issue. Yeah. Like, <laughs> TSA, so TSA and Customs are going to be searching every 
every pocket. But they're gonna lift up every t-shirt. They're gonna shake it. But if you come back with legendary Hall of Fame head coach Bill Snyder, you go right through that yeah, line. That's like the they t- go, like go the, let him go. It's a TSA pre-check for customs. <laughs> that's a pre-check pre-check if you're with coach. He's they're like, oh yeah, yeah. Come on down. We don't even care think, if he. <laughs> and the Cayman Islands, isn't that a British? It is. Yeah, so you could drive on the wrong side of the road. Ooh, perfect. Okay, we're going. Yeah, do you know car rental prices these days? Ooh. And I don't know the pounds to company card, American money exchange, dude. We're gonna be leaning on coach for this trip. I'm glad we know nothing about this. <laughs> this stuff. Well, I'm just glad that the coaches. His tweet about Universal Studios has now become us going to the Cayman Islands. And watch your basketball. <laughs> Coach Tang's first Let's season. You guys it. act like I have the most vacation time. I had to tie I, into sports with it a little. Not from yeah. Europe. <laughs> I mean, Nebraska's playing in Ireland this year, right? Football wow. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Nebraska football. That's yeah. dope. Like, that is cool. Like, what are they? Who are they playing? Ooh. Yeah, we'll, we're, we'll talk while Mitch looks it <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kill some time. I, w- hey, I wonder man. if Adrian's like, man, I could have played him. Yeah, he's like, yeah, wait no a kidding. minute. No. He transferred because he doesn't have his passport. <laughs> <laughs> or, or he just didn't want to go to Ireland. Yeah, he's like, oh, I who mean. doesn't want to go to Ireland? I Someone's mean. playing in Germany too, right? Wow. Or not wow. NFL. Yeah. Northwestern. North- They're playing oh, Northwestern. Yeah. They're playing they a, play conference a conference game? game? Dublin. Dublin, Ireland, a conference game. The Air Lingus College Football Classic. I love the name, Air Lingus. That sounds German. Right? It does. What is that? <laughs> Oh, it sounds like an Irish dish to me. Sounds like a beer. First game outside the U.S. since? For Nebraska? Uh-huh. Oh, it's got to be 92. That yeah. would be it. The Coca-Cola yeah. Bowl in Tokyo. Yeah. Make right. sure that you're on the uh, right side of the plane, Coach. We should do that again. Let's we should. That would be so sweet. You want to squeeze in a little bit of basketball recruiting talk real quick? I mean, yeah. do, you, do you have anything to offer, really? I mean, it's so, it's so crazy right now. I, I'll, I, I suppose I could ask this. Is it a concern whatsoever? No. That t- okay. <laughs> it's it's not. I, I, it, yes, it, I, it, I think it, we all knew the answer. Yeah, yeah. Interesting enough, I we, I spoke to Coach Tang earlier today on a podcast, kind of double dip in here, but plug it. Yeah, but <laughs> for the Kid City Sports Network that me and uh, Kurtz, your former pal, mm-hmm. uh, did and Coleman Beck, but uh, yeah, he it was interesting to hear Coach Tang. He said. And I guess he's kind of telling on himself a little bit when he says this, but he said most of the guys that have gone in the portal for the last few weeks are the the ones that no, the, that that team didn't want, mm-hmm. and the ones that are starting to come in the portal now are the ones they wanted to keep but couldn't. Ooh. So he's he's yeah. saying that there, you know, there's a plenty of talent Whoa. available and becoming available still over the next few weeks, so they're not panicking at all. And but I thought that was interesting because you know they've had an exodus the last week, so and I mean he wasn't. He didn't mean to tell on himself, but I think he kind of did a little bit. But I think everyone insinuated that was part of the deal that was was occurring. They have a lot of spots to fill. It wouldn't even surprise me, though, that if some of them were kind of already filled, like off the record kind of with a little hint, you know, a little wink-wink between them and a few recruits that they're probably familiar with. And I, and he also shared that they're going to, you know, have plenty of official visitors on campus the next two weekends as well. Yeah, one of them from Niagara. Yeah, I, that I don't I, that, know when that one's taking place, but it's, I think I forget who it was. A different report that wasn't from us, but someone uh, tweeted out that uh, the Niagara guard—I think he's a lefty, Marcus Hammond—and he scores he a lot of points. Um, Good he has, shooter. He has a visit to K State in the cards. Right on. 
I but, thought I saw- he, but he's but he's a Northeast kid, and the other two schools that are involved are Rutgers and Georgetown, so that makes you a little concerned because mm. you know they got the proximity to home working in their favor. I think there's been a lot of chatter about Rutgers in that one. Well, Marcus, if I was to uh, throw my little two cents in there about the recruiting process and uh, maybe get you to K-State, we do have a few waterfalls we within also, driving distance. We also have a Manhattan. Yes. You don't, you don't need to stay in the Northeast for a Manhattan. Right. And uh, Georgetown stinks, and Rutgers is in New Jersey. What do you? Yeah. I mean, come on, baby. Yeah, come no, on. Rutgers isn't really New York. L- come on. And Georgetown didn't win a conference game last they year. Last season, oh. dunk. They yeah, they did. Dunk. But they did also land Brandon Murray, the guard from LSU, yeah. which is the number one transfer in the portal. Yeah, that one bummed me. Out. I'll be honest, that one did bum me out a little bit. Really, it's more from a defensive because he was one of their best yeah. defenders, and LSU was like the best defensive team in college basketball. And Patrick Ewing, their head coach, he, he hired the LSU coach that recruited him. So, that, uh, oh, <laughs> I, that's funny how that works out. They're going to be LSU light now, you know? Oh, my God. Well, somebody asked who they lost everybody. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll take one final timeout. One more segment with DY up next on the game. Back to the game, Mitch, number two, DG, Sajay, DY. We're all here. Nice. With the Steve Miller Band, too. I love this version. One topic I do want to squeeze in, and that's kind of, uh, it's outside of K-State, but it's in the Big 12, and that is JT Daniels is transferring to play college ball for West Virginia. Playing for the Mountaineers, he's going from 110,000 population in Athens, Georgia, to 30,000 in Morgantown, West Virginia. He's a California kid. He's seen some weird things. He'll be all right in Morgantown. However, I just want to quickly say, I think this is a bad move on him. This kid is injury prone. The last three years of college football, he's had a, an injury every year where he's his time has been cut short. Last year, he was the Heisman favorite going into the year, and his time gets cut short again because of an injury. So he's injury prone, and he's about to be playing with the worst offensive line in the Big 12. One that can't run block. One that can't pass block. Lady Brown should have ran for 1,500 yards, not 1,000. Say it's a bad decision on his part, which I get because he's an injury-prone guy playing for now a terrible offensive line. But think of it this way. Are we sure he's any good anymore and if West Virginia wasn't his best option? I mean, that's – well, here, here's this as well. I, I, I saw this in an article and I thought it was a good point about Graham Harrell, who's now the OC at West Virginia. Right. They used to – Play slash coach together. So <laughs> oh, I thought at, you guys went to school together. No, no, no. <laughs> they went to middle school together. Yeah. This guy's been in college boys. for thirteen years. Yeah, it's no. over, JT. It's, Go home. It's funny you said he went because I thought this is what you were going to say. I thought you were going to make a joke because he went from a, the land of one hundred ten thousand people to thirty thousand. I was like, okay, eighty thousand less people to watch him ride the bench. Yeah. <laughs> Well, is he? He's he's by he's far talented. the best thing that West Virginia is going. Jarrett Dagey is going to Western Kentucky. Oh, yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I would yeah. say J T. Daniels was or is talented. I'm not sure if he still is because we haven't 
seen him. He he didn't play for Georgia last year once he got injured, and mm-hmm. the the former walk on took off and won a national title. He was the star of that Clemson thriller. Okay, so I guess we just don't know if he's any good. He might be, I guess, but I if I had to put money on him being a stud or a dud. I would go dud. Yeah. Well, here, how about this? I'll add real quick. I'll add yeah, this. Yeah. You, you mentioned that might have been his best spot. He, he took three visits. He went to West Virginia, Missouri, and Oregon State. Well, Missouri already took a quarterback, right? I don't they, I think I'm they, not quite I, positive. I, you might want to look that up. I, I think they've already added a transfer quarterback as well. What was the third one? Oregon State, which Oregon State. is in an interesting position. Corvallis. because Corvallis. Yeah. Morgantown, if it's better than any place, it's better than Corvallis. <laughs> and not only that, at Oregon State, they're not even playing with a full stadium this year. Oh, okay. Still? Yeah, they they demolished the one side. Oh, I thought it was COVID again still. No, no, they demolished the one side of the stadium completely uh, not too might, long they ago. They should probably demolish both. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> I've actually never been to Columbia, Missouri, but I've been to Corvallis, and all their facilities are dumps. Like, it's sad. Yeah, you, you've got to go into the basketball arena thinking, hey, it's historical, because otherwise... <laughs> it's because everything good is in Eugene. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. 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 Which, by the way, you can't look in one direction without seeing, like, six O's all over the place, especially mm-hmm. the soccer stadium. I did a game there one time, and in one direction, not joking, you you could see 15 O's either on the field or on facilities on the site. They have them all yeah, over the place. They, they do really good at branding themselves <laughs> yeah, on their are. own campus. Go to Columbus the same way. Is it with Ohio, Ohio State? The Blocko is oh, everywhere. Man. Yeah. I mean, I would do it too. I mean, I'd put the Power Cat everywhere if I was K State. They do. <laughs> they could do a little bit more. It, better than better than putting a Sioux head on every seat in an arena. North Dakota did that. I need to do the Willie logo. Put some of those out there too. Like, I like the old school the, the logos, like the ones the in banner? the Shamrock Zone. The walking Willie, wall. yeah. I like the Sailor Willie. Right. Mm-hmm. I think he State has a lot of awesome old school logos. Let's put them on a helmet. Yeah. Listen, I asked that earlier today <laughs> nice about try. uniforms and how we're not going to get any now this black year. Uniforms. Well, yes, and I want black uniforms. I know those. I'm in a minority, and I know <laughs> Gene, Gene Taylor is not a fan. Gene, we'll have a talk. <laughs> we'll have a talk. Do you know how much merch you sell that's black? I'm telling you, just uh, do not, it. Not as much as lavender. Well, sure, lavenders, lavenders are sick, dude. I love that. Love it. That's our color. Yeah. All right, Dy, appreciate it. Kick me out. Yeah. Yeah, you well, killed his you, dream. No, I mean, you can stay. I don't care. Stay as long as you want. <laughs> you did kind of usher him out, though. I'll be honest. Hey, uh, usually, he's usually a first-hour guy. Oh. Hour two of the game, including Chris Kleiman and Adrian Martinez next.